five, four, three, two, one. Hi, how's it going? This is um first podcast ever. Um yeah, very interesting, right? Uh oh yeah. Very, very different. Um kind of was debating on how we were gonna do this uh intro. And we finally decided to fuck it. Let's start it. Um, so if you haven't already read the title of this podcast, it's called Just a Thought. And it's me, Wasabi Blues. And then we have uh, Jack Nixon. What's up? Um, so this podcast is it's pretty much sort of as the title um, is explained. It's just thought. Sort of it, it encompasses a lot of just what we're thinking um and what we do is we're going to be trying out different things as we progress throughout multiple episodes um this is kind of like the pilot episode so this is sort of the experimentation trying out the ideas um seeing how they mesh and then improving upon it because nothing is ever perfect as we start um so the segment progress is pretty much 30 minutes the first 30 minutes is going to be normally about music um whatever it may be but it's normally music related and then the other 30 will pretty much be us just talking about random topics um normally ranging from anything from i don't know gaming to personal lives maybe a little bit we don't we're not going to get too personal in it but just maybe things that we're okay with talking about um to just anything in general really um and so that'll be the segment. It'll normally shows should be about maybe an hour at most, um, if not less. Um, but yeah, so just a thought. Um, if you haven't already, I'm Wasabi Blues. Uh, I, I make music. Uh, I used to be a producer. Uh, <laughs> producer used to be. Um, I I haven't produced in like a year, actually. Uh, I think you know that, right, Nick? I haven't, I haven't produced in yeah. like over a fucking year. I'm fucking rusty. I've been picking it back up, man. I'm picking up where you're left off, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> like, uh, I, I had my, my homegirl, she hit me up and she told me, she's like, hey, you should uh, you should make a Halloween beat. And I was like, all right, yeah. And I got my <laughs> keyboard sitting in the closet. I haven't touched it at all. I was like, I had, I had all these ideas, right? Like, I think that's the, I think that's the always the interesting thing about ideas, right? <laughs> Like when we come up with an idea, we we think of all these ways that we're going to execute it and present it, and then we don't we don't do anything with it, or we just get too lazy. Um, I mean, like think of how long we've been trying to do this podcast now, right? Yeah, it's been like that man. <laughs> um, so you know, for the podcast taking a while, you know, I was like, I was thinking about doing the the beats, and I was going to stream it. I was going to go uh, for the, for those that don't know, Twitch.tv slash the stuffy blues. All right, um, you know, I, I was going to stream that shit, but I, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to make a beat. I said, nope, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to make a beat. Like the idea sounded nice, but I didn't want to make a beat, so I didn't do it. But um, but yeah, I, I'm I, I used to produce. Um, I tried it. I'm trying to get back into producing. Maybe I don't know. Um, normally I am your singer, auto tuned, verified singer. Um, you, you know, uh, I made an album, released that shit back in August. Mixed emotions, very first one, kind of cool. Um, you know, some some pretty pretty good shit right there. It's kind of it's kind of interesting making your very first album. Trying to what's the word? I guess follow a vision right follow a vision or a theme for your project and making it consistent throughout your um 
your whole, I guess whatever you encompass, right? Like you got artists out here making 20 track albums, 40 track albums, 50 track albums. Those aren't even albums anymore. As far as I'm concerned, those are compilations. Um, I was watching a YouTube video this morning, right? And it was talking about the lost art of album sequencing. And what he was talking about was how albums have now become to a point where instead of it being an actual theme, it's it's pretty much just songs. It's just songs on here. Instead of an album that is supposed to be from beginning to end that you can listen and it's an album that you need to listen from beginning to end to really enjoy the full experience. Whereas most albums these days are 40 tracks, 30 tracks, deluxe edition, bonus editions. And you don't need to listen to it from beginning to end. You just listen to any part of it that you want. Um, you know, I I mean, I kind of... I talked to another artist about this too. Um, you know, I, I, like, I like albums that you follow a theme with where you can tell that the artist had a vision for it i i'm personally not a big fan of compilation albums because it's just just songs on there you know like i feel like the 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 idea behind an album and the true thought of it is lost you know um i wouldn't say that completely but it's i don't know i feel like it's more of um like the labels or like or people trying to fit in or like they're they're like all right this song got me this buzz so let me just drop more you know what i'm saying let me group the songs that kind of sound like that to you know what i mean it, i feel like it's more of like a marketing thing now so they can make more money mm-hmm. than you know trying to get an idea or a point across because i know nowadays we are in the digital age of streaming and like how music videos now count towards um stream counts now we are at this this point in music where when you drop an album you will have like let's say i drop mixed emotions right i dropped that release day and then fast forward next week hey guys how's it going deluxe edition coming out this friday you know it's it's like what, what the fuck is this right it's like uh what's the point of this it feels like um it kind of, I want to say it tarnishes the vision because normally when I think of an album, right, I think of a finished, complete, full album. I think of it beginning to end. This is the entire vision an artist has for their album. When you throw a deluxe edition or a bonus edition, the what it's pretty much always is, in my opinion at least, are throwaway songs. That that's all it is. It's literally throwaway songs. And in today's yeah, age, it didn't get cleared or like. I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes it's like deadlines, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it seems like one of those situations where, from label perspectives, they see how much... Because here's how... Because me and a friend were talking about this at one point. The way labels do it, right, is, is pretty much double dipping. Think of it like video games, right? How you have the regular video game and then the game of the year edition. And you yeah. have you, cha- you charge full price for the same game again. But now it has game of the year right um that's pretty much what like an album is you have the regular album then you got game of the year album which is the uh, bonus or deluxe edition and what they're hoping is those listeners are going to listen to that album beginning to end again now with those deluxe songs if they're smart they mix those deluxe songs between 
that deluxe edition. So instead of having them all at the end where viewers or listeners are going to skip to, they have to make you go through the whole album or pick and choose to find those songs. And then they get those people who are just listening to it for the first time or they want to listen to it again because now the deluxe edition is out. Um, but, you know, I, I found that I just found it interesting this morning when I, I was listening to it because I kind of agree with it. You know, I don't there's not many albums that I listen to these days that I mean, and this is just for me personally. It might be different from you. Um but there's not many albums that I, I listen to these days that I can recall back that is, I guess, an album in terms of how I view an album. It's just a playlist. It's, that, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a fancy playlist with a name to it. That's how I view it. What do you think? Um, like, do you view yeah, albums feel- you listen to like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like, I feel like I know which albums you're talking about too. With some of this, like, what you're saying, like you look at, uh, let's say, like, the Young Thug album, mm-hmm. or like the, uh, the Lil Uzi album. Lil Uzi kind of gives me the point of the the deadline thing that I was saying, and then Young Thug kind of gives me the compilation like you know that you were saying mm-hmm. so it really depends on what happened you know what i'm saying because you don't see kid cuddy like doing deluxe editions with this nah. you know kid cuddy don't give a fuck <laughs> he's like the last album he dropped he just was like hey here's an album you know and mm-hmm. it started a trend because i think what beyonce did the same yeah shit? beyonce right started after, like right after he did you know Mm-hmm. It's shit like I think I was I think I was on the phone with with Chad uh Maniac Zero mm-hmm. uh you know I, I, he might he might have changed his name by now because now he's doing more um he's doing he's on singing and, and rapping now he's not mm-hmm. just doing beats anymore but anyway yeah I, I think I was on the call with him he just, or he just left my house or something. And I was like, man, you know, it's been a while since Kid Cudi dropped something. And then, like, he hit me up. He's like, bro, you're not going to fucking believe this. And I'm like, what? Oh, Kid Cudi just dropped now. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> it was like senior year of high school, you know, 2014. Well, I, it, dropped now and didn't even care. It's but interesting. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting when you think about it. It's, I like that you bring that up because when you think about it, I think surprise drop albums do better than planned albums. Like, like I, I was talking to someone about this and I know I keep saying I was talking to someone about this, but I don't know. Like I I like to, I I tend to go over a lot about music sometimes when it comes to like marketing or planning. Right. And when you look at surprise drop albums, they do so well because they're out of nowhere it takes the whole internet by storm because no one's expecting it whereas you just wake up it's like boom this bitch is already gold and then you're fucking on twitter no promotion yeah like Mm -hmm. gold that's just all over twitter like beyonce she dropped a new album you're gonna see the top hashtag beyonce new album or some shit Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna go on the reddit facebook youtube instagram what does it sound like what is even on you know what i'm saying i feel like it draws you in even more for sure but then there's like albums like I don't know if you heard yet the Twenty One Savage album. Yo, no, this dude had Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman on his album. Like, 
that alone made me listen. I listen to this album <laughs> five or six times a day alone. You know what I'm saying? Now, or, do, you, do you listen to the album because it's an actual album, or did you listen to it as like a compilation where you just shuffle around songs? No, no, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full on listener. Like when it comes to albums, like when it comes to music in general, mm-hmm. I listen to like, I listen to like an album. And then I will go and listen to every single song the person's ever made that's available for me to listen to at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like because I, I do the same. I listen to one person a whole day. Like let's say, like you know, like today I was listening to Twenty One Savage's album, mm-hmm. but as a whole, like today it was the first day for me to go back to work. Obviously, so I was on my Discover Weekly on Spotify. But generally, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, let me, you know, today is Action Bronson Day. You know, today is, you know, Joji Day. You know, like, you know, I'll pick a, I pick an artist, like a couple artists that, like, uh, like a song will pop. I'll be on my way to work and a song will pop in my head. I'll listen mm-hmm. to that song and then I end up listening to the whole fucking album. The next thing you know, I'm listening to every single thing that a person's made because, you know, I'm at work. And I can I can only take so much my hands are so dirty i can only take so much time to pick what i want to listen to so boom there goes a whole artist and then yeah. another song pops in my head and repeat you know and i end up listening to that's just the way i've been working you know mm-hmm. so, and it's just it's, it's the way i've been for years at this point because you know my hands my hands are always so damn dirty you know so mm-hmm. i always always get forced to listen to and if i do listen to an album it's like on repeat like Danny Brown drops his album this year. It was on repeat. Young Thug, Lil Uzi Vert, you know, Future. It's a lot of albums coming out this year. Actually, yeah. I really think about it. But you know, all this shit's been on you know repeat for me. So like, I get the I get the full effect, and I feel like I can weed out you know what is good, what is bad, because you know I got this extra time to kind of analyze it since yeah. I'm like low-key forcing myself to listen to it completely yeah over and over again do you feel like because the because i was looking at some of how 21 savage promoted their album right they dropped a trailer for it and of course morgan freeman is on it do you hardest thing i've ever seen but do you think that's an actual an album though does did it feel like an album like a theme a story behind it or did it still feel like a compilation album Honestly, I feel like not a single song was the same as, you know what I mean? I feel like he definitely, brand, like, I haven't, it's been a while since I've really listened to hit, like, a complete project from him since, like, his, like, first mixtape. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is kind of weird because 21 Savage is, like, one of my, like, when I when I mentioned, like, Atlanta rappers and stuff like that, 21 Savage is definitely someone I, I, I mentioned because I feel like he's, like, I don't know. He just goes hard, like yeah. features, all that stuff. Like I feel like he does a good job, you know, for up still to be like kind of like an upcoming artist, you know. But I feel like on this, not a single song. It wasn't like oh, this is the same beat, you know. He branched out, tried different flows, tried different, you know, types of beats. Like he was rapping on some like I felt like some like Easy E like NWA type shit. Like, you know, <laughs> like he was. I feel like he definitely stepped out of his comfort zone and that's like kind of cool as fuck. Like mm-hmm. I definitely respected it a lot. I don't know what I was expecting to get myself into. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was definitely cool as fuck. I think there's one song I'm going to mention that's 
like when I was listening to it, I was like, this is what I expect the album to sound like. Like it stood out for you? Yeah, it's um, my dog. I heard that song and I was, I don't even know what I was doing. But I was I was doing whatever I was doing when I heard that song mm-hmm. times like four. Damn. I was super doing it. <laughs> I might have to, I might have to get into the album because I mean for me I've I don't I, I listen like to listening to I, I I I like to give every album a chance. That's, that's always been my books. I'm I'm kind of the same as you where when I find an artist, especially a new artist I like, I like to go back through the discography and listen to everything they made because I want to see where they started, how they come. And then just see what other bops they might have. Um, I did that with one artist called MYLK, which is kind of, I guess, like Milk. But this was back when I want to say, what, last year? I came across your music just randomly. It was like off of Spotify, like Discover. And yeah. I, was, I, was listening, I was listening to one of the songs they had on there. And I go to her profile and I'm listening to songs like, damn, this is a bop. This is a bop. This is a bop. And I'm like, this is crazy. And then, I mean, of course, you, there's never going to be an artist, I don't think, that ever has 100% perfect songs to someone's taste. They're always going to find one song that they might not like as much as the rest, you know? Um, So, of course, I had the one or two songs I wasn't too crazy over. But, you know, I, I always like discovering music. And, you know, that's where it sort of goes back into, you know, albums and themes, you know? Um, Of course, if no one knows T-Pain is of course my biggest favorite artist and you know I think no one should be surprised by that at this point um but you know there's one album that I've always referenced back to in terms of when I think of a theme and it's not like I know Kanye West has his themes for his albums because fucking my beautiful dark twisted fantasy still mm, I fucking love that theme wise um yes, that was fucking crazy, especially with the whole runaway shit and then having the movie for that or like a mini movie. Um, but, you know, my first like real entrance into ideas of themes for albums was when I was, you know, younger and I listened to T-Pain's album Three Rings. Now, this is back when he was at the top. All right. This is this is like peak T-Pain, I guess you could say when he was like fucking on the billboards, like fucking crazy. And when three rings dropped, you know, that was like the idea, like that shit had a fucking theme behind it, behind it. That man fucking went whole circus around the album. Like the whole theme behind that album was like a circus. And from the production and the interludes and then the music videos and then the style, like it carried a whole vision. You know, that's when I think of an album and I think of a vision, that's sort of, I guess what I perceive, right? Like, when you watch music videos from that era, I mean, of course, he has the goofy top hats. That's what everyone remembers, right? Um, but, you know, he had, like, all these circus, like, visuals throughout the videos. Like, I, I always found it just fucking interesting, you know? That's that's taking an album beyond the initial theme, like, an idea of it, right? Like, when I fucking made Mixed Emotions, the idea behind it was to show how you go from being, I guess... The start and begin, or the, uh, I feel like I'm more on trying to explain it right now, I'm like jumbling up my words. But mixed emotion was supposed to be describing how you go from the beginning stages of love to the end of it, the whole cycle of it, right? That was the whole theme behind that album. And to even get that vision out there was already hard as it is. And I feel like I didn't even really have a theme for it or a vision that was really compared. I mean, granted, 
you know, I, I I'm not gonna, you know, I, I I never beat myself up over not having like some full 100% vision for it, but you know, when you see what artists do, and you see the type of things they can do, it makes you want to do so much more, or at least do the same level of it, cause it's just so fucking crazy. It's like music videos these days, they're fucking wild, like. We got fucking movies out here now. Like, back then, music videos were just you fucking wearing your fucking baggy-ass shirts or you fucking just in front of a camera dancing around. And now we got, like, fucking uh, a a, a plot. You got a fucking plot, a climax, you know? (laughs) You got a conclusion. Like... You fucking got like a story going on. You got people following the lore, waiting for next part of the music video. What's going to happen in the next one? You know, like it, it makes Trapped in the Closet look like a fucking home movie. <laughs> really, like when you're really thinking about like how modern day music video are. It's like you look at like a local artist and they have like crazy ass. Like you know what I mean? Like in back in the day, this would be like a. a you know, I don't even know, like maybe like a fifty thousand dollar video. I don't really know how concept of money. Mm-hmm. And like nowadays it's like, yeah, I spent five hundred bucks. I know a guy, you know, like like my boy um visual media, he does music videos all the time and he has like crazy ass equipment. He's mm-hmm. cheap as fuck. Like he's I mean I wouldn't say he's cheap as fuck, but you know, you can get a really good music video out of him for like five hundred bucks, like a really, really good music video. You know, something that people would spend thousands of dollars doing. He's got drones and all this, that, and the other, and you know, you just tell him where you want to go and what you want to do, and he'll do it. I mean, for the most part, you'll be directing your own until you know you give him some more money, then he'll start to throw his ideas in. But most of the time, he'll throw them in as is. But it's just like videos nowadays are just so crazy like it's just like you look at like a uh, what's i don't really watch a whole lot of like mainstream music videos or like or um or i mean i'm just recently starting out to like break into like mainstream like music because mm-hmm. most of the stuff that i listen to i've watched these people blow up like uh like Uzi Vert, you know, like 21 savage i was listening to them on like soundcloud you know like you know some of my favorite producers you know that are big now you know like working on dying you know like yeah i i've been i've been listening to working on dying since like five finger posse you know (laughs) you know like a different side you know i guess so it's like the people that i've been you know watching grow are now in the limelight so now i'm like you know getting into the mainstream i guess you know because mainstream mm-hmm. is becoming what used to be the normal for me, you know. Yeah. So it's it's interesting watching, like, I'm like going back, like watching, you know, I've been listening to Future for a while and like watching his music videos, like where he came from. Watching mm-hmm. now, and... it's oh, like um, it's like I don't I don't know if you saw Drake's um, "Laugh Now, Cry Later" music video, but dudes that fucking nike headquarters for his music video jesus and you know he's fucking 
part of the music video is him underwater for a second. And it's like this high quality footage. He's, he's in a pool one second. Then he's at um, the Nike headquarters inside the, the actual place. And then he's outside playing football. And then he's doing this and that. And it's it's crazy. Well, you know, the video life's good. Like that. That's crazy too. You know, like. You know, and then you also look at the fact that like now there's like Instagram videos like in the back of like ambulances and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like for me, getting in the back of an ambulance is easy. You know, I, I work on them, and then like looking at like other people, I'm like, how the fuck are you? Like, how are y'all getting? How are you back? doing this? Yeah, you're all like touching the equipment and like all. You know, and I'm just like. And it's it's crazy because I have a friend that you know he's been working on a music video and his newest one he he was telling me about it. Um, he recorded some of it in the Cheesecake Factory, and and then uh, apparently he recorded some other places too. And he was telling me everyone's asking him how he recorded the Cheesecake Factory, and I'm like, well, shit, I am too. <laughs> how the fuck you get a fucking business to let you just come in and record a music video, and then. <laughs> And then he was like, yeah, I had to pull some strings to, you know, get it done. And I'm like, that's not the answer I want, but okay. You know, <laughs> I'm like, that's not what I asked, but all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, I respect that, you know, that's, you know, that that's, that's something, you know, cool to do, to be able yeah. to do that for a music video. Cause I mean, if you feel that's part of your vision and you feel like that's going to help solidify the song that you're doing, then more power to you. When I did Lost Without You, that was my first music video, my first official one that I tried on at least, right? And that all that fucking music video was me just walking around the neighborhood. That's it. That's literally all it was. I I didn't I didn't have any. I don't have no budget for it. I didn't have any vision. It was literally me, my friend, and him recording off my my iPhone. And then I just made sure to record 4K 60. That's it. And then I just I I fucking just walked around my neighborhood and, and I just captured me you know singing my song doing different poses or you know different shit and i mean the music video is all right for you know what i want to be which is i just want to give a home vibe right like it's just a homey vibe like this isn't nothing serious like this song is just chill you know even though when i look back at it now i feel like i didn't capture the visuals correctly for what i wanted to be because the song lyrics do not match with the visuals of the video at all but for at least executing the idea of a music video, I was happy with it. But at that time, I feel like that's where you really get to see the contrast between music videos by, you know, mainstream artists. And then for like, I guess like a, a nobody like me, I mean, granted, even then, you know, you still have artists that do pay money. You know, they have pretty decent quality videos that are pretty high quality music videos. But you can still tell the difference between a mainstream artist and then an underground artist in terms of music video production. Like or even just setting alone. Oh yeah, that too. The access they have. Oh yeah. you see like uh when Lil Tekka did ransom and he's out on like some fucking island and he got all this like crazy shit going on. It's just like I can't do that. I'm I'm stuck in my city for my music video. I can't go anywhere else, you know? Yeah. Um you know that and that's it's it's, it's I mean, there's, there's, um, I don't know. It's their editing can be a, a, a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Oh, my friend <laughs> takes trips to Puerto Rico and he sent, you know, he goes out with his drone and shit. So 
you you know what I'm saying? If you want some shots of Puerto Rico, and you, you know what I mean, <laughs> we can, you know, edit that in. You know, post you up by some by like a cliff with some water. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in the state, me, get me in a green screen and then <laughs> put me in somewhere else. Yeah, boom. Sit there. I just posted up, got a green screen behind me, and I just start lip syncing in my song. So yeah, then, right. all you gotta do is move me into the other footage. Yeah. Yeah, get some blending, you know what I mean? Boom. I mean, there's a music I, I'll show you um, later on. There's a music video that was shot in my backyard, and I can almost guarantee you'll never know. Really? It's it's that's pretty crazy. You know, it it's it's always interesting though. You know, just seeing how music is now, even compared to ten years ago, right? Like now we got TikTok. Instagram, social media in general, you know, that that heavily influences like nowadays you hear terms like, oh, he made a song for TikTok. He made he made a TikTok song. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. There's Thriller and little music videos. I feel like who I feel like the baby like blew up Thriller and like not to be. I don't know. He's the first person I've ever seen like go like consistently like seeing their videos from there i mean i've seen other people mm-hmm. on twitter first but like you know as far as like a uh, big name artist using that platform or like the most consistent thing that i've seen come from my platform would probably be the baby but now i see like a lot of other videos like the who's that one dude who always says the videos with like the guns um, I wouldn't know. I can't. I can't think of it. But he's like, man, I can't. When I think of it, or if I find one, <laughs> I'll send it to you. You know what I'm talking about? And you're like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. He, he's he's pretty funny. Okay, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's it, it's interesting when you just look at the landscape of things, and you know. Um, you know, I've been explaining everything, I guess, from more like an artist perspective here, but you know, now, now I'm going to shift the focus a little bit more onto you because I haven't really let you explain yourself and who you are and what you do. Well, I'd just be hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, uh, I don't know. I've been making some beats. I've been, but my main thing lately has been like recording and like working on like mixing and mastering and trying to get the most amount of clarity as I can with the least amount of uh, budget. I would say mm-hmm. equipment, but I have a shit ton of <laughs> little dads here that are all like MIDI. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, do you feel it, like? Do, do you feel like? From your perspective as more of what would you call yourself, like an engineer, producer? Yeah, I guess so. How do, how do you, what's, what's the way to ask it, right? Like, do you, do you ever find yourself listening to songs critically for like mix wise? Or do you ever like, do you view things differently in terms of how you listen to music sometimes? Just for the, just for the fact that you are an engineer. And a producer. Fucking lutely. Jesus, yeah. I and like it's and it's not just with like songs that I touch. It's like songs overall. 
Mm. I think about what I would do differently and like it boils down to even like, you know, when I watch TV and shit, like, you know, like, oh, it would be so much cooler if they would have added some panning to this or like, you know, like Mm -hmm. it kind of like becomes like a a way of life. Well, not like a way of life, but like you, I don't know. It's, it's cool to have like a different side of artistic value to to bring the way you hear things yeah it's like oh they drop this down some more you know like i don't know everyone has their own touch i guess for say and because for us right like for, for us as artists right like we we tend to listen to music more critically not by on purpose but just because that's who we are and then when you compare, let's say you speak to just like regular friends who aren't musicians and then you point out something to them or you ask them about something for a song. They're like, I don't know. I just like it. And you're like, what do you mean? Like you, you tell me you didn't hear this, but that's because yeah. we we tend to be more critical. Like our ear tends to be a tad bit more sensitive to certain things because that's just what we're trained for. That's what our ear is trained at. Um but I don't think I've ever had it ruin music for me, though. I, I don't ever mean to say like a bad thing either, right? But it's it's a double edge. I mean, it's not really like it's ruining what I'm hearing. It's just like I don't know. I want to like touch everything, you know. It's like I hear something, I'm like, oh, I want to touch it. Let me, yeah. let me touch it, you know. I hate dirty mixes. I hate dirty mixes, and I guess more of the proper terms like a muddy mix. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't stand them. Just because I can tell the difference immediately between a clean mix and a muddy mix. And when I hear something that's muddy, I just want to be like, hey, can you go back to the studio real quick? Could you like, could you fix this real quick and then re-release it? But, you know, even then, like, I don't consider myself to really, like, be too, like, earful to be able to... to tell the difference like for you i think it's a little bit easier for you to probably tell the difference in mixes for me like there's been times right if i hear like a leak project come out or there's been times right like an album will come out and like for instance like when kanye dropped an album like jesus is king or some shit and he the album came out right i was reading the comments and people are like yo this mix is trash this mix is garbage it sounds horrible and then some you know I, they're all sound and it's like I put on my headphones or I'll take them off put them back on I'll sit there strap them on and then I'll listen to it I'm like it don't sound that bad it sounds alright to me but then the comment section like yo this is garbage and I haven't heard it mixed this trash in ages I'm like am I listening to the right music am I yeah. like because for me I, I just my ear isn't trained as much for that right like my mixing skills to be honest isn't that great I, I just I just push stuff and I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. I just, I, for, for me, music has always been making whatever sounds good to my ears. Right. I've, I've had people tell me sometimes, Oh man, your, your music sounds, you know, pretty decently mixed. And I'm like, I don't know what I did. Cause I just threw a limiter on, <laughs> on my song. Like I just threw a limiter on it and I put that on the master chain. So I wouldn't clip when I export it. <laughs> And that's it like i don't and maybe it's because my vocal chain itself is so properly set up because that's the only thing i actually invested time into setting up right but beyond my vocal chain i don't 
I don't do much for my mixes other than, you know, when I pan my audio around and uh, like a lot of my tricks and techniques that I've learned up to this point have been from literally just watching T-Pain stream. Like, I think I mentioned this to you before, you know, off uh, stream podcast. Um, but, you know, I, I that's how I literally got like most of my techniques and how I how I do my vocals these days or I'll figure out how to mix this or how to mess around with this because he'll tell you, right? He'll be like, oh, I do this. Oh, I do that, right? Um, but, you know, like for the most part for mixing, I'm just like every time you talk to me about mixing, I'm like, I'll be doing any of that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> uh, like like it's it's because it's, I guess I'm not I haven't invested the time, right? Like I've seen mixing tutorials and I've watched them and they're so long. They're so long and complicated. And I don't like to say complicated as meaning like it's hard, but just that it's a very tedious process. Oh shit! I knew it was um, it was, I didn't realize I was hitting the mic. <laughs> oh, you good? Um, <clears throat> but you know, I I learned that mixing is a very tedious process, and it's a process I don't want to mess with. <laughs> um, it's fun though. I mean, all you right, you get the you get the pick. Oh, I mean, for me, it's like it's fun because like all right, let's say an artist comes over and records, you know. And I, I generally make them do two to three takes for everything they do, mm-hmm. you know, and then I have, you know, the emphasis words and then the ad libs and, and then I make them do a, an overall ad lib on top of like, I'll, you know, I'll, so, all right, let's put it like this. Let's say you come in, the song structure is hook, you know, and then verse and then hook a very like a variation to hook and then another verse and then you know a hook again whether it be like a mix between one and two or what so there'll be you know main dub and there'll be like two layers of each or not two layers but two takes of each and you know then there's the emphasis words you know all all that other you just get to pick like how because you to know build each, it? Take, each take is different like audio like audio wise or like the energy is going to be different you know each take no yeah. one's going to do it the exact same way it's not going to sound the exact same so you get to listen to you know how it is and you get to determine how it's going to sound like what what type of energy it's going to have overall or you know it's just like getting it all to come together is it's fun it's, it's really fun like because i mean from my from when i do music it's always been I, the joy i get out of making music is what can i do with autotune right like <laughs> everyone knows me i i like yeah. i love to see what i can do with autotune because i don't I have never viewed autotune as a tool to fix my singing. I've never viewed it like that because if you view it that way, you don't, in my personal opinion, of course, right? I feel like if you view autotune as a way to fix your singing, you will not get anywhere with it. You will, you will limit your reach and your potential with it. But I guess that depends what type of artist you want to be as well too. Right. Um, but back to mixing, you know, like, I guess I like to sometimes see what I can do. Like if you've ever, I think I showed you my layers before, how I layer up my vocals and what I do with it. It's that's some fun shit for me. I fucking love it. And then 
you know, it goes back to when I was saying, you know, when I watch T-Pain streams and then he shows how he layers his vocals, that's one of those, aha, I don't know, I didn't think of that, but that's why he gets paid money and I don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, that's exactly where it is, like, all right, that's why I'm not paid yet, but one day I'll get there, and so then the fun part to me is when I learn these things, when I watch the stream and I see it, and I put it back in my own mix and I copy that. And I'm like, yo, this shit sounds hot. This sounds yeah. fire. Like, that's the fun part for me. Like, the recording process, I don't know. You know, I, I've never really ever looked into other people's recording process or how they do it. I've always just felt like mine is so accustomed. Like, it's specifically tailored to how I do things. I've always wondered what would be what would it be like for me to go into someone else's studio and actually record. I don't know if I could ever adapt to it. You know, because my recording process is trash. I think you, you've seen what I record sometimes. It's I fucking start and go a million times on fucking takes like it's not that bad, though, because I mean, everything's laid down. Your Do you mean like having like the hook and the verse and everything already ready to go? Like, uh, and, and let's say I came in to record for you tomorrow, right? How 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 would this work out? Like, what you would you tell down, me? You lay down the overall structure, and then you add on from there. So what if I came in and told you, hey, I don't have no lyrics. I got a beat, though. Let's get to recording. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. Normally, it's like, oh, I got this song I wrote. And I'm like, all right, you got a beat. And they're like, oh, go look up this, that, and the other. And it's like not even the right beat. <laughs> but they, like, make that shit work. Cause they're here, you know, and then. Cause it, it's I, I like I don't know. I've never I've never dealt with like people not having shit. It's normally like they don't have a legitimate beat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, you should have hit me up because I make beats, you know. Cause I I I have a friend, and I I feel like it's gonna become a meme at some point because <laughs> I keep saying I got a friend, I got a friend, I got a friend, but um. You know, my homeboy, um, you know, when we talk about songs, he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, man, I just wrote this song and I finished it. And I'm like, that's what's up. And when I think about my music, I'm like, I don't know. I just I make something when I go in the studio. Like, I guess it's kind of like the Jay-Z process. I don't know if you ever seen how it is with him. He just sort of thinks about it and then he just says it all. Never. But but I'm like. I'm not even that good. Like I'll have to write. I have to write stuff down after a while, or like I don't know if you watched like a lot of that T Pain stream I sent you that one time when he was working on that feature, and he'll he'll start his verse and record just that little part and then keep playing it over and over until he comes up with the next part. That's pretty yeah. much what I do. And that's how this that's how this one dude used to record with me. But like I don't know. Like when it comes to recording like that, it gets super. Annoying. Super annoying, yeah. And, and that's I why I'm like three artists in one session. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> hey, you start being, you start recording, and I go, hey, hey, roll it back, run it back, run it back, and then you'd yeah. be like, and I go, and no, 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 I didn't like that take. Run it back, run it back, and then yeah. they just keep telling you, run it back over and over and over until they come up with the words they want to say. Like two hundred takes per <laughs> two bars, like oh my god, <laughs> like that, and that's I'm like here. <laughs> like that's why like 
when I think of if I go into a studio, I I feel like the only way I can go to another studio and record right is if I wrote all my stuff down ahead of time. Like that's literally the only way because <clears throat> unless you're like skilled enough like a Jay-Z, right? Or you can just come up with all your stuff within a couple minutes and be able to do longer than like two bars. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're people who can do it. But they're not very they're very rare out there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They're usually you know, the people who've been doing it for like five plus years or Yeah, you know, like I guarantee you, like if I kept doing this, you know, hopefully I keep doing it, you know, for years to come, eventually I will be able to come up with more than like five words at a time. But see, I feel like for rapping it should be maybe easier, but I'm not a rapper, right? You know, I, I view myself more as the singer because that's what I do, right? So for me, when I write down lyrics, I I have to sing them live because that's when I'm doing my notes, right? And that's where I'm changing stuff around. Yeah. I, I've tried to write stuff down and sometimes it translates onto a beat decently, but other times it doesn't work out that well. Like I haven't I don't I guess maybe I'm not well versed and knowing how to translate songwriting on a piece of paper or on a notepad and lyrics onto a beat. And so to make up for that, I just sing my lyrics live until I come up with something I'm happy with. Um, But, you know, I mean, every artist is different, you know, every artist has a different process. Um, It's just very interesting to see if you come across artists like that and, yeah, what the what the engineering process is for that? Um, Wait, you ever, you ever <laughs> had any bad artists? Oh, who has it? Like artists, you just like, oh my god, this sucks. I don't want to yeah. do this. Yeah, only one time though. Only once. Only once, yeah. How bad was it? It wasn't too too bad. It was just like, oh man. Which is over, so I could literally do anything else. <laughs> that sounds pretty <laughs> bad to me. <laughs> like, what what was bad about it though? It was just like lyrical content. There was no energy. Like, was he like a mumble rapper? No, it was just an unconfident person. You know. So the way he rapped was sort of like, and I uh, uh, you I uh, I don't know uh. I fucking got controllers and I play games. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they all know my name. You know, I, I rep my city. They know me. Uh, you know, something like that. Or is it like just really bad? Something like that. Like, okay, it was like playing. I keep wanting to say like playing like Left 4 Dead 2. I'm like super <laughs> duper horror mode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like by yourself. <laughs> like. <laughs> So it's yeah. pretty like so the lyric like is it's pretty bad to for it's like I'm chilling at home by myself playing games, my phone dry, no one hitting me up, it's all right, you know, something like that. Yeah, and then you're you're sitting there in your head thinking of words that could be way better than what they're saying <laughs> and you're like trying to help them. You know? Oh, so you're telling him like you're like, hey, bro, don't say this. How, how about you maybe say this? He's like, no, 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 no. This ain't, that ain't yep. my vision. This is my vision. And you're just like, bro, you're making okay. it worse for yourself. Yep, that's just, okay. That's mine. Okay. Yep. And then they go back in that studio, like, run it back, run it back, and they're like, I'm chilling at home by myself. Everything's all right. It's gonna be a long night, but it'll be all right. 
Yeah. So, just... and, and the crazy thing is, it's like, you, you think it's like over pretty quick, mm-hmm. but it's not. <laughs> so <laughs> this is kind of one of the reasons why, because, you know, when you're, when they're done recording it, you're like, oh, hell yeah. You're like, oh shit, I got to mix this. You know, oh shit, I got to back. <laughs> and so from this point, when it happened, I was just like, you know, I can't charge by the song anymore. I have to start charging power because if you're going <laughs> to come to my house and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, X amount per song mm-hmm. and you spend fucking six hours on a fucking verse. Just chilling. Just, you know, with your shoes untied. <laughs> you know, and you're tripping over your damn self. Then I'm sitting here. I can't do nothing else, you know. Luckily now I got this, you know, TV in here, and I can play some video games while you try to figure out your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I'm like, you know, bashing the artists or anything like that, but I try to give insight as much as possible. You know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, bring some more energy. Try this word. You know, I don't, I don't just sit here like just listening, trying to milk their yeah, money out. Yeah, trying to like get their money or nothing by any means. I, I definitely, um, you know, try to make sure that things are going to sound good. It's not even just about about the money, but I just don't want that to be distinguished by something that I don't. You know, I don't want the. You don't want to be associated with work. Yeah, it's yeah. like that's my work. You know, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like it's because it's like you have someone release a bad song. And it's like eh, 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 and then they're like, hey, so who makes it? Oh, my my boy, my boy Jack Nixon, he did it. And they're like, he, uh-huh. all right. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, all right. <laughs> they're like, I know who I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know that that's that's always like an interesting part, and you know, of course. There's there's so much more to cover on that shit, you know. I'll probably say it for like the next part because we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit to the other segment for a little bit. Um, yeah. Talk about some other uh, interesting stuff, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, uh, anything interesting or crazy that has caught your eye over this past week? Not being sick, no, honestly. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've really just been like playing video games for the most part you had uh, to get a covid test right yeah that shit sucks ass. how was that oh man it's like as soon as she came to the door of my car and she had this q-tip about this long <laughs> i knew i was in for a good time. <laughs> i just knew like i, I just said hey you're gonna cough i'm like don't worry about it I'm the champ. Lungs of steel. I was crying almost. Not exactly. I was definitely tearing up really bad um, and coughing up a storm. I I think I cussed the lady out. I felt so bad. She's like walking away from the car like all fast. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And she like turns around. I'm like, thank you. And then she's like, oh, you're walking. I'm like still coughing. I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> like you're screaming around here, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> what you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, not you. And she's walking. Yeah. God, 
Yeah, it's, and then they do they do both they they stick it in there real deep, and they wait like ten seconds and they pull it out. You know, so they, it's, that's per nostril. They have to do twice. So that shit, how far up does it go? Pretty damn far, bro. Like that sounds like I fucking just, try, like, just imagine trying to use like a Q-tip mm-hmm. to like clean your nose, and then going and all then the ac- way up, but and then accidentally going up like all the way, and oh. then going like a, and then going like an extra like three inches above that. God, you would think they would have a better way of testing by now, you know? Like there is. It's just that's that's a rapid test, bro. It takes like oh, oh, because so, like, I'm like that. There's <laughs> burnouts, you know. Like there's, I mean, I don't know. God, because I, I know they like cars. <laughs> I know they had like, I, I heard about that one. I'm just like, nah, I'm straight. I'm like, that sounds terrible. Like, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be opposed to a test, but you know, I'm like, that sounds oh, awful. Thinking about cars with that, like, yep, it's I'm like, yep, that makes sense. Nah, but you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think. You know, there's always like every week, of course, you know, crazy thing happens. Uh, especially for me, like, I'm really big on gaming, so you know, I keep an eye on that. Fall Guy season two is out. Um, yes, I tried yeah. it out. I tried it out, and personally, if I had to give my honest opinion, I gave it like a four out of ten. I'm just being straight honest. What? I, I mean, think it, I think it made it a lot better. It did make it a little more sweaty, but I mean, the problem with it, right? And you know, this is where like I'm gonna go like big brain mode real quick. Um, with like the the ordeals with it, right? Is that like so? And this is what me looking from a Twitch perspective, right? Like I, I was talking with friends about this, is that when you look at the charts like Among Us, it destroyed Fall Guys. Fall Guys, like when you look oh, at replay, like, you mean like players, players and viewers wise. And yeah. when I, and this is where like it sort of leads in, right? Like it sounds like I'm just scattered brain right now. It's sort of where I'm trying to go with this. But when you look at Fall Guys, right? You, I, for me, I look at it as replayability wise, right? When I go back to it, I want to see that there's enough content to really come back and keep playing over and yeah. over. Because eventually, I feel like. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's the biggest thing. Like, so the new update brought four maps, technically. Yeah. Two of them, or I new think one of them. Too. Yeah, well, okay, so they have two playlists, right? They have the regular one. It's called Main Show. And then the second one's called Berserk Mode. Berserk Mode, if you didn't know, is pretty much the same game, but without teams. So you can play without teams now. You don't have to do any t- any more team games, which is cool. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, that's super cool. But but that's when I played the game, and I was reading some like I guess feedback that other players gave. Right, you know, some of the complaints were like how you got this is supposed to be season two and it's like themed, right? It's medieval, and then you got like three maps that are like mid- medieval themed, and then the rest of it like regular maps, and it doesn't fit at all. Gauntlet or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, how are you going to have three maps? Because it feels out of place. It doesn't fit in. It doesn't fit in with the theme at all. Um, You know, like, I I thought Fall Guys Season 2 was okay. But when you think of all the games coming out, like, for me, Among Us has my time still more. Obviously, I don't even play Among Us that much. But 
if I had to choose between Among Us and Fall Guys, I'm always going to go to Among Us because there's a lot more replayability. And that's with just three maps. That's literally with just three maps. Yeah. I play <clears> them <throat> all the time when I'm at work. Like, there's so much you can do with it just because the replayability comes from the fact that you play with different players and yeah. the fact that you can always have different imposters. And they interact, the interaction with other people is kind of like weird. And, you know, that's where I feel like that's where the game really shines. And then when you look at what's coming out soon, like next month, Call of Duty, Cyberpunk, Watch Dogs. Like, like, I'm super hyped for Cyberpunk. But, you know, when you think about this stuff, you got, there's nothing left for Fall Guys. Like, in my opinion, I think Fall Guys is done. Um, I don't think there's going to be content down the line that's where you're going to have players come in right and they're going to be like uh they're going to come back because right now they're at 40,000 players and 40,000 players ain't too bad right but when you think about it you know I don't know it's just, it's just interesting looking at the game coming out and then you know the hype behind it and how it's pretty much all died out you can't even view your friends names you can't even view parties bro no still like like, how am I playing the game with my friends, which they knew the fr- right off the bat, people playing, like, groups of three and four, but I still can't view my friends, like, usernames? Yeah. And, like, come on, how what is this? What number a- are you, bro? What number are you, bro? Did you make it, bro? Did you make it? <laughs> where, where, where you at? I can't see you. You yeah, know, like, they don't, like, you're playing your party, and you still don't have, like, a highlight? Like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. But, you know... It, I think Fall Guys was nice for what it was, right? But I personally don't... I don't think I'm going to go back to it, if I'm being honest. Like, I mean, that's just me, though. Yeah. I mean, you said you had a great-ass time with it, so... Yeah, I'm a, I, I think that Season 2 is good, but not like... I mean, it's, it definitely didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. But mm-hmm. it, it, it was... They definitely did make it a little more sweatier. Um mm-hmm which is kind of good for the people who who do sweat play it. There's a lot of streamers and the shit. competitive players. Of, yeah, there's a lot of streamers and stuff like that who are on it, you know, so it's it's good in that aspect. But, you know, the first time I ever played Fall Guys, I was super zoinked. You know, I think it's a good game for a fun time, but then it gets ruined when you want to take it seriously. Yes, exactly that. Like 100%, it's hundred percent, yeah. Like you saw the motherfuckers that had what esports for Among Us of all fucking games. Yeah. Like Among Us is not an esports game. I don't even think yeah. it's a competitive game. It's just a they'll game turn, to have fun. They'll turn anything into a <laughs> game, man. man. It's like, what's the point? It's just, it's just for fun, bro. Like, it's like, nah, nah, nah. It's like XQC. I got five hundred IQ, and I have deducted my research. I've looked at the webcams. I followed your move steps. I saw you, and then they they fucking like break it down. Entire time watching the <laughs> everyone else, and there's a person that just popped up in this room all by himself, and he wasn't in any other rooms before that lead to the other room. So that has to be him. He's the imposter. I promise you. I'm mm-hmm. Just trust me, bro. Or they do that. I looked at the map on online. I went to Google.com. I looked. I saw they went to the left, and then they made a play to the right. They didn't know I was not in their vision because the vision can only open up to a 1.25 radius, and they didn't know I was outside the radius, but I was tracking every single spot that they came from. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. It ain't that serious. Like, calm down. (laughs) Like, it's just a game. Damn, I remember when it was just, yo, I'm in security. 
<laughs> They're like, oh, word? I, I was in security. Or you're like, I saw a vent from admin. All right, say no more. Boop. Yeah, but I now, and now you just got people breaking down, fucking trying to decipher the whole like Morse code for where were you at, bro? Oh, you were there. All right, what time did you go? Oh, you went at this time. What What were you doing before you did this task? Where did you come from? And before you did that, what did you do at the start of the game? And they're like, bro, why are you <laughs> you figuring out my whole life history? Like you doing a credit report on me? Like relax. Soon they're gonna be starting to count steps, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I saw you in electrical and you only took five steps, but the killer, it looked like he killed him in two steps. So something don't look right. Like you went forward and went to a vent and then you left. So I'm like, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's, I th- I guess that's the kind of the nature of gaming, right? That's like, sort of how like, you take 17 steps in electrical. And like, I was, I was just trying to do my task, you know, but you know, but I don't know. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, I think that's how gaming is now. So it's, it's a very sweaty sport. Um, I don't like to call it a sport, but that's literally what it is now, right? It's, it's kind of a sport. And, you know, every game, like you said, it comes out, you know, it starts off as casual. And then next thing you know, it's competitive as fuck yes. for no reason. Like, it's, it's just a chill game that you're supposed to have with your homies. But then you have that one or two people that find a way to make it super competitive and think that this is the, the game that has to be... Um, you know, a challenge. It has to be like leaderboards and shit. When yeah. realistically, all it needs to be it, soon, you're gonna have people in the future making games like Mario Party. Make that shit competitive. Start leaderboards for that shit. Competitive esports. Who are the most professional Mario Party players? You know. Are you gonna play Pummel Party? Oh <laughs> well, personally, I haven't. But you know. Oh it, man, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty fun, but basically, exactly what you're saying. It's like, uh, I don't think you tried it yet, but Party Animals. It's kind of like, um, Party Animals is fun as fuck, by the way, but I guarantee Party Animals is gaining popularity on Twitch. Is like top category. It's going to get competitive. I already see it coming. They're going to be who's the top players that can use uh, the, the bow and arrow crossbow, who can throw players off the quickest, you know, shit like that. But, you know, I don't know. It, it's some interesting shit, but, um, but we'll say we'll say that for next time. We'll continue on that. Um, yeah. we we we've been going on for about an hour now. Um, yeah. what do you think for the first episode? Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty straight. Yeah, I enjoyed we it. Might, we might have to clip some things. But... <laughs> Never started, started to do a little bit of some tired rambling. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Eh, it is what it is, you know. Um, but you know, this is where we technically I'm trying to get comfortable. And I was like knocking over my. <laughs> Like rubbing up into my mic stand, I don't even fucking realize it. I'm like, oh shit! But you know, it's all good. Um, you know, this is technically we're, we'll figure out an outro eventually. This is our outro, actually, for now, till we find a, a proper outro. Oh, um, no, I don't matter. I mean, this is just makes it more natural for us because we don't we don't know our own fucking outro either. This is just sort of reflecting real quick. Um, but to anyone that has watched this, uh, thank you for watching this. Um, Remember, subscribe on YouTube if you like what you see. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to put this on the Wasabi Blues channel yet. Probably will. I don't know if you have a YouTube, if you're going to want to put it on your YouTube. Um, I have to figure that out. Um, we'll, we'll probably do it from there, but I'll put it on my YouTube channel at least for the video footage. Um, podcast, hopefully, by the time this comes out, which probably should be next Friday is the hope or the goal. Be on Spotify. I want to get on Spotify, at least Apple Music as well, too. Um I'm looking at all that shit. If anything, the podcast will at least be available on YouTube. So that's cool. Um, 
but uh but yeah i think that's about it um don't know the the process on how often these are going to come out yet we're working on that <laughs> um uh, i'm bare minimum once a month <laughs> I, i'm at least yeah at least once a month my goal i want to try you think what do you think every other week maybe bi-weekly that'd be nice if we could do it bi-weekly yeah i think bi-weekly is where i'm going to aim for so this episode would come out this upcoming friday and then the week after there won't be no episode but the week after that will be another episode until we really start to find a groove for this and then see how far we really want to you know put a lot of time and effort into this you know but um but yeah to anyone watching this thank you for watching um have a great day night wherever you may be subscribe follow like comment tell your friends retweet repost you know all that social all that social media stuff um but yeah have a great one and god bless texas anything you want to say nick (laughs) make some business cards make some flyers act like it's a lost dog promote us for free tell all your friends about it tell them everywhere all right (laughs) but all right uh thank y'all for watching have a good one god bless texas i don't even know i don't even know what the fuck that was (laughs) rent a blimp